Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing you the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. We hope to do it in a way that, that's practical, that's fun, accessible. I'm Craig Cooper. I am the podcast host as well as lead pastor here at Crosswinds Church. I want to give a shout out, like I do every episode, to Elijah Merrill, who's our producer. Everything that goes good is because of him. If there's anything that goes wrong, I will take full responsibility. I'm excited uh, for these this episode and actually next, these next two episodes, to have two friends of mine, two colleagues. I have Chris here, who's the pastor of Community Life at Crosswinds, and also uh, Ryan, who is the uh, the director. Give give your title again. My name is. Uh, I know well, your name is Ryan. Ryan but, we got that. Uh, my new title is connections director. Connections director. Ryan connections director. It's new. I asked you. I wrote it down, but I couldn't read my writing. That's so bad. We so, talked about that the other day. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But we'll move on to what we're really here to talk about. I, I'm really I'm 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 interested in, in hearing them share their heart with you. And so, Chris, I'm going to have you start and sort of lead us in this conversation. There's some, even if you've been on the Canandaigua campus, there's some changes even on the campus that speaks to, to, to welcoming those who are new to our campus and new to the church. And so, guys, take us down the journey. Chris, start us out, though. Well, so, I mean, you know, there's challenges. There's blessings and challenges to a big church. And one of the challenges of a big church is it's a lot easier for new people to kind of get lost in the shuffle or slip through the cracks. And so we obviously don't want that to happen. We want to help anyone that comes to our doors make Crosswinds their home church, get plugged in, get connected, get involved with, you know, small groups or one-on-one discipleship or serving in ministry, whatever it may be. And so we recognize that we have to be as intentional as we possibly can in helping making sure that happens. Um, and so, you know, there's been ideas for how to transform the space. How are we just evaluating what we're currently doing and what are some improvements we can make and some changes that we can make and having Ryan come on board, you know, make this staff transition that he's making into connections directors really helpful because he's committing his passions and his time um, to improving the team, improving the efforts that we're doing. Um, and, you know, you mentioned if you come on the campus, you'll see some changes. So we've knocked out some walls. We're expanding the coffee shop lobby space. But a good portion of that uh, remodeling work is creating a space that is specifically for new people to – we want to direct people to that space. And, and it's going to be a, a really welcoming, really kind of interactive space where someone that's new – can come in and, and meet more people and, and we can get their information and, and establish that relationship hopefully sooner rather than later with people. Um, and I just want to give a, a thanks out to, to Ryan. Um, that whole project started while I was out. I was I was out for the, almost the whole month of January with COVID and there were walls when I got sick and when I came back, there were no walls. And it had been a conversation we've been having for like two years, you know, knocking those walls out and what that would look like. And and so to see it become a reality was really exciting. Yeah, between you and I uh, being out because of COVID, we didn't see each other for over a month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like Christmas Eve. We headed yeah. out, and then a month later, hey, yep. uh, my name's Craig. I'm yep. Chris. Nice yep. to meet you again. Yep. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, that's great. That's great. One of the things I, I noticed just from talking to you about that new space, moving sort of the current space over there, 
um, it, it, you're hoping, desiring it to be uh, much more um, comfortable for people because right now that space becomes sort of a thoroughfare. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't need to because it is it is off a little bit, but I was describing to somebody, it's almost like um, when you have a sidewalk and people still choose to use the grass because it's a quick, quicker pathway, <laughs> yeah. you know, you yeah. can see the sort of rut in the grass, you know, it's one of those areas that doesn't, doesn't take much to walk around, mm-hmm. but a lot of people walk right through it as you're having conversations with people. And so it's, it's, it's exciting to think about a space that's I mean, it's it's equally as designated, but a lot more friendly for somebody who's standing there and not having other people walk through as you're trying to have a conversation about them being new to the church. Sure, and and needing to expand that space was a good problem to have. I mean, yes. because that means that all that coffee shop space, that seating space where we want conversations to happen, it's happening, and we need more space. So yeah, that's, it's great. That's a good problem to have, especially you know in this. In the midst of COVID, where you know our in-person attendance is kind of yeah. you know been impacted by that, and so and yet we have new people all the time, all the time, all and, the time. And, and, and I think that can be hard for somebody, especially we have a couple of services, mm-hmm. or maybe they're coming back onto campus after being part of the online community for a while. You assume that that everyone is either is part of the church, right? Yep. And and yet every weekend, and I, I can honestly say this since Christmas, every weekend that I've been here, people come up who are new. Mm-hmm. And I'm only seeing a fraction of what you guys see. Yeah. And so it, it, you're talking about the need. I, I it's, it's interesting. It's been an interesting two-year journey here or so. Yeah. But um, but as far as the newer people coming in, people people are interested in the things of God and, and, and crosswinds and all that type of stuff. And a, a, a funny new challenge this Sunday you know, with the mask mandate lifted, is is probably 95% of the people in attendance Sunday did not have a mask on. Mm-hmm. And it was like, everyone's new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a couple of conversations Chris and I had, and we were like, I don't, are they new? We I haven't seen their face before. I've only seen their eyes. Yeah. It's Ryan. like, hello again, hello, right? <laughs> on Sunday, Ryan's like, I'm really looking in people's eyes and saying, do those eyes look familiar Put to your me? hand over like this, <laughs> yeah. covering their nose and mouth. Yeah. Yes. That's true. I mean, that, that is really true. And, um, and I know it's been a challenge. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, having that space will be when, – when is that space supposed to be pretty close to being able to be used? Um, well, right now, the hope is if, you know, this, the date that this is recorded is, is Valentine's Day. But uh, the hope is that if the chairs come in this week, yep. that that space will be furnished – Painted and ready to go by this Friday. So, so it should be up and going. It should be. Up so and when going. people when people hear this, they're going to be able to know the intent of the space. But the space should be up and going then. Yeah, it's either it's either this Sunday, if not this coming Sunday, the following yeah. Sunday. So you are getting the backstory of why that space was created, yeah. and so that that's good. Oh, that's that's exciting to, to to see that. Talk to me a little bit about the journey of a new person coming in, because if someone's, been, especially if someone's been, if someone's listening to this, they're new to the church. It'll be good for them to know. Mm-hmm. But let's say you've been here for years. You're far removed from from that walking in the first time or being new. You know, being here a few months even. Some people don't even come to you guys until they've been here for a while. But what's that journey look like for somebody when they when they are able to connect with you? You want to take that one? Yeah. On? Just, I mean, from conversations having with Chris and other people and, and, you know, reading articles and having conversations with other churches is that a new person, 75% of their mind has been made up before they even walk into a service. 
before they even walk into our ministry center, their mind has already been made up if they are going to come back or not. That, that, that percentage can go up or down based on whatever we decide to do to help connect them or get to know them from the time they get out of their car in the parking lot to the time they walk in the door and to the time they go into the ministry center. And so with hope, hopefully this space is that we are creating more active touch points that the connections team that Chris and I can have that anybody really that's out there that is familiar to Crosswinds can have with the new people who are walking through the door is that, hey, we want to make sure that if you, you know, we just talked about this the other week is that there are certain things that we as a connections team or just people on at Crosswinds that have been here for a while, we want to look for in new people. You know, new people aren't just walking in immediately knowing right where to go and going and sitting down and then leaving. Most of the time, there's at least some sort of looking around curiosity. And what we're trying to portray and and get, um, it's hard, but to get into our ministry partners' minds and, and, and to their passion is, hey, it doesn't matter if you think this person's been coming for a year, if you don't know them, if you've never seen them before. Um, one, it gives you a great way to connect with them if they have been coming here for a while. But two, um, the only way we're going to know if someone is new is if we go up to them and say, hey, I haven't seen you around here. You know, is this your first time? Is this your third time? And if they say, no, you know, this is, I've been coming here for a little over a year, whatever, say, well, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to connect and, you know, you know, gives gives you an opportunity to do that. But for a new person, I mean, that first immediate interaction that they would have with someone on the team is could be the game changer if they come back or not. Yeah. And I'll have conversations with people and I usually say, you know, have we met before? And, and a lot of times they'll say, well, I've been coming for this long, but this is the first time we've met. Yeah. Or, or here's a new one, uh, last two year type of thing. This is my, I've been a part of Crosswinds for a year, but this is my first time on the mm-hmm. campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've been on the online community and came in through that, through that, um, that door. And now they've taken a step because they're local of coming onto campus. And so it's the first time of meeting them. And then sometimes they go, yeah, we met, but it was a long time ago. Um, and so, and those kids say, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. No, no, I don't expect you to remember. No one's ever offended when someone, at least in the, my time of being a pastor, which now is like 30 years, no one's ever been offended when I've used that, hey, have we met before? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I'm pretty good with faces, not always as good as I'd like to be with names, but very seldom am, am I um, talking to somebody that I know really well. Yeah. You know, like, well, Craig, I was over at your house last week. You know, it's, it's not that. It's people I'm not familiar with, and, and they appreciate me stepping out and asking. Mm-hmm. And, and these people that are walking through the door, at least right now, whether they, like you said, they've been online for a year or they're just new to the church, they're, they're looking for something. They're here for some reason, whether they're watching online or whether they're walking through the door for a reason. Us going up to them and saying, hey, have we met before? I think in this day and age of, you know, COVID and stuff like that is people just miss community. Yeah. They, they haven't had it in forever. And um, it's not maybe not that they have it, but or that they haven't had it, but it's kind of been restricted a little bit. Yeah. And allowing them to come here and just feel comfortable um, in a way that we can allow them like with this new space, a space to go and they don't have to feel like people are, you know, walking behind them or they have to move out of the way for somebody's that we can, you know, we can say, why don't you come over here to, you know, 
we're going to call it Info Central, but why don't you come over here and we can, you know, we can talk about how you can get connected here or stuff like that. And that's well, important. And some of it, I think it's important. Like, it's, it's all according to somebody's experience with church when they come here, right? Mm-hmm. So some people have had experience in, in their, their church. Maybe they're new to the area, you know, for, for whatever reason. And so they, they sort of get what church is. They get what they, they're not totally surprised necessarily. Mm-hmm. That someone would would want to connect with them. Uh, I hope not. Uh, but but for some, the demystifying of church is important. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we do things that they just don't do in culture much anymore. Like we don't have like come over to the house. We're gonna have a sing along. And so you know, if they've <laughs> never been to church, they come in and they're like, what are they doing? They sing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, all the all this stuff that we take for granted. We had we had communion. Um, a while back, and 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 when you look at communion for those of us who've been in Christ for a long time, it's just what we do. But when someone comes in who is who's new to church, who's new to church, um, they don't understand that, and so we try to explain those things. And so I love what you're talking about the touch points as people come in because it can demystify, it can it can it can bring down some of the walls. You know, if you've never been to church before, you know they're thinking, man, everyone in there is weird. You know, yeah, and. Yeah. And, and and then they come in, they realize, well, we are, but we love them, you know, and, you know, but, you know, seriously, when, when they, when they have those touch points, they realize, no, we're just people. Yeah. We're just people, but the difference is we're on a journey with Christ and you can be too. And, and we just want to share that love of Christ with mm-hmm. them. And so that's, that's, that's just a, a powerful picture of just what the church can be, right? It, it's a welcoming community where we're here for those who, who have been in Christ for years, and we're ready for the person who's still far from Christ yet so close to His heart. And for for whatever reason, the Spirit's drawn them to us. Yeah. And so I just love that idea of touch yeah. points as they come in, having several touch points. And and we're hoping to start a journey with people, and and journey with them through their spiritual journey with Christ. And and so if someone your original question was, what's it like if someone new is listening, what yes. can they expect? Or if someone's been here for a long time, they're far removed from that new experience. So what's going to happen? Well, for someone who's attending in person, hopefully we'll notice mm-hmm. if that they're new. If not, hopefully they let us know that they're new. Um, and typically when someone lets us know that they're new, it's not always on their first time here. It's, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes... Yeah, I've been coming for like four, this is my sixth time here, whatever, and they're just now comfortable coming up and introducing themselves. But um, whenever we do meet someone that's new, we we try and capture information. We want to be able to send them a handwritten postcard, which will go out the, the day after. So if we connect with them on a Sunday, we're mailing out a handwritten postcard on a Monday. We're doing some text follow-up, some email follow-up. And we're trying to get people through that follow-up to take their next step in their mm-hmm. spiritual journey, whatever that may be for them, um, you know, whether it's to be baptized or to join a small group or to start serving somewhere. Um, that's what we're going on this journey for and tracking with people mm-hmm. for an extended period of time. Um, and so that's what the the new person experience will be like. Um, you mentioned free coffee. You know, we're going to be... a big part of it. <laughs> that's a big part of it. We're going to make sure you get your free coffee. When the new space is up, we're going to have a new gift also. So someone who's been coming for Crossman's for a while that's not new, they're going to wish they were new right now because <laughs> our, our gift that we're giving to new people is really nice. They're going to come to you with a mask uh-huh. <laughs> just like, to yeah. get the new thing. Uh, I was new eight months ago. Can I get that? Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, but we're really, we're really trying to capture the believe, belong, become, bless. Like we yeah. really truly are because, you know, with the yes boxes and then, you know, getting them involved in small groups or one-on-one discipleship or serving – 
Um, and then ultimately hoping that the end of that, it comes into a point where maybe they at some point can be a ministry leader. They can be a disciple or a disciple maker and they can be all these things. And that's not done alone. That's what Chris was saying is that it has, it has to be a journey. Nothing, it won't happen if no one's walking alongside them. I heard a stat, and this would have been years ago now, I mean, literally years ago, which was if someone doesn't get connected beyond just coming to a service within five years, they probably never will take another step mm. of, of being involved, not just serving, but whether it be a small group, discipleship, whatever. Um, and so, you know, that just points out how important it is. And you don't really have five years. That stat just said after five years, they're going to go. They're done. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, they said really within that first year is, is a crucial time for people to step into a next step relationship at church besides just coming and being a part of a service. Yep. And at Crosswinds, I mean, it's going to, it's, it's kind of, it's odd language, but we have, there are dozens and dozens of ministry partners and, um, staff members who have eyes looking for new people on a, on a weekly basis, on a Sunday morning basis, there are countless amount of eyes that are looking for new people to try to, to make sure that they don't escape through the front door. You know, we don't want them to sneak in the front door and then escape out the front door. Because unfortunately, like Chris said, in a big church that can happen, but with the amount of people that we're trying to equip to be able to, to spot those things is we're trying to to not allow that to happen. And sometimes it's not, and, and the church size we have, and because of the way our campus is laid out, mm-hmm. it, it's not just intentionally like sneaking out. You could just walk out. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you could come in and leave, and, and and just because of the amount of people who are coming out at the same time and because of the struggle, you know, we have a couple, we have several entrances and exits. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just love hearing that, that, that intentionality of saying, we just want to, we, we don't want to hound them. I mean, because we could scare them too, right? We, we don't want to do that. We just want to let them know we appreciate them. I think Ryan did that on Sunday to somebody. Did he? Did he yeah. scare somebody? There, well, there's a new family that walked in, and obviously I, I'd seen them every once in a while, but I knew that they were relatively new, and I found out just through talking with the families that it was their third time. But I was like, I've never – I told them I'd, I'd never connected with them before. I wanted her to fill out a Connect card. She didn't fill out the Connect card then – but I told her, I said, I, I'll be watching for you. Oh, good. And I did the eye thing. Where oh, I, went like no. that. I said, I'll be watching. I said, I'll make sure I'll, I'll, I'll see you if you if you come in. And she said that she'd mail the connection, the connect card back to us. And I told Ryan, she was trying to get him off her back. Right, right, right. He right, scared right. her. <laughs> I'm a big guy. I didn't mean to scare her. In care oh. of Creeper. <laughs> I was trying to be it so It was nice. done in love. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> But you know, it, you know, we, we we joke about that, but that is the that is the delicate balance mm-hmm. of what you guys are leading here at Crosswinds is the balance between making someone feel welcome and making someone feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and, and it is a difficult balance mm-hmm. at times because everyone's personality is different. Some people, because we want to be a safe place where you can just check us out, you know, mm-hmm. but but some people, if if they don't have that type of conversation, could be offended. Yeah. And other people could be offended because they had that conversation. Yeah. So talk to me about that a little bit. How do you how do you manage that? It's a it's a it's a tightrope walk. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, it's a because you do you have the people that if you say, "Hey, we've never met before. Have we met before?" and they like, and they can get they'll get offended. Yeah, you know, it's that type of and that can happen. But then you have this, you know, the other people who don't. I think it's worth 
the risk of offending someone to to find out if they are new, you know. Um, I Like you said, I'm very honest with people that, you know, I'm not – I try to be better with faces and names than I really am. And, you know, I'm sorry if, if I have seen you before and you're you're not new, but I just wanted to make sure, you know. And I, I – hopefully that conveys I cared enough to ask. We care enough to ask. And I think it's worth the risk of offending someone that's been coming for a longer period of time. Yeah. I find people are really gracious if they've been here for a while, too. They understand that we, we were confronted with – New people all the time, you know, and 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 and, and faces, and so you know, every once in a while, I say, "Have we met?" And they say, "Well, yeah, we, we talked a, a month or a month or so ago." And, but many times they'll be very gracious and say, "But I don't expect you to remember that." I know you talk to a lot of people, so I think you're right, Chris. You know, we take the risk of offending, and it's worth it to make people know they're welcome. But more times than not, I don't I don't find that people are offended. Yeah, I can't. You know, I've been on staff here. Six years now, I can't think of a time right now that someone was upset that I asked them if they were new here or anything like that. I was uh, in a situation at a, at a previous church, and afterwards, I had the opportunity. It was a it was a friend of a of a relative of my wife who was there, and uh, afterwards, I asked them, you know, can you give me a critique? Because they had fresh eyes; they had never mm-hmm. been to the church before. And uh, it was interesting. Uh, a very very strong introvert, you know. Uh, and she said, yeah, I think the church is too friendly. And I said, were they aggressively so? And I said, no, just too friendly. And and, uh, and later, I didn't say it to her, but later I was thinking, I can live with that. <laughs> like, I can, like, I don't want it to be freaky friendly, you know what I'm saying, where, where, where it's awkward. But, but I want people to know that we care, mm. that, that we exist in this community. I mean, the Scripture is really clear, right, as ambassadors of Christ. And we care about our community. We care about this region. We, we believe God wants to do great things in the lives of the people here as he draws them unto himself. And I thought, you know, at first I was like, man, is that a bad thing? Then as I thought about it, I thought, that, that may be the best criticism a, a church could get, you know? And I feel it's the same here. I feel we mm-hmm. do have a, a very friendly church, but but I love the intentionality because friendly could just be nice. Yeah, it could just be a hey. Yeah, and, and not the intentional, you know, no, you matter, to mm-hmm. us, you matter enough, or we're gonna we're gonna step out and have a conversation because not only is that difficult for a new person, that's really difficult for many of us. Yeah, to take that step out, right? Mm-hmm. To do that, and so it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal to ask people to do that. Mm-hmm. For some, it's not. not for some, yeah. <laughs> but for some, it is. Well. I want to continue the conversation in our next podcast a little bit, broaden it a little bit to, to how we as a church family can help you, what's that look like as we as we dig into this word hospitality a little bit in the next podcast. But um, for, for now, let's go around and Chris, if you start us out, just just a last thought, last thought of, of, of this, what you're doing and what would you say to, and maybe what would you say to a new person or what would you say to somebody who has been around here in relationship to new people? Uh, if you're new here, or if you're thinking of checking out Crosswinds, um, I invite you, encourage you to let us know, <laughs> and we will. We appreciate how big of a step that is. And you protect that's their a, information. You don't hound deal. them, right? Yep. I mean, yeah. Yep. For someone to approach me on a Sunday and say I'm new to Crosswinds, I immediately think that's a big deal. This is a big moment for that person who have done that. Mm-hmm. And let's let's make it a special moment as we can without without being weird about it, you know? And so that's my word of encouragement.
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'll maybe go a little bit on the other side and say that those who have a, have been here for a while, maybe that you have been attending online for a while, or maybe you came for a couple of years and then COVID hit and then you switched to online and now you're coming back, is that, hey, let us know you're here. Let us know you're back. Let us know, you know, if we, you know, we're we're on stage quite a bit. Chris is Chris is a part of the speaking team. I'm just I'm there all the time. We if we've never met before, we want to meet you. We just we want to get on a name basis. And, you know, if you're here for a while, we probably already have your information. You know, we have, you know, that part of it. So that doesn't need to happen. We just really just say, how are you doing? It's not walking outside these doors from 99 percent of people isn't easy. You know, life is life right now is crazy. And you you mentioned it on a lot of Sundays is it seems like it's getting crazier. And it's not that it hasn't been peaceful, you know, but it's crazy out there. And so we just want to know that you have someone with you. You have a church family that is backing you and we don't want you to not let us know, you know. So that's what I'll say on the on the flip side of someone who's not new. Yeah. And and I, I just I feel like I need to say this because we are a larger church. The average church in the country is a little over 100 people. And, and so we're, we're larger than that. And. It's easy to, to think that a church our size that we're, our concern is just to amass, amass a crowd, mm-hmm. and, and and we're unapologetic that that we want to see everybody enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ, and if they could find us to be their church home, good. You mm-hmm. know, I, we we love where we serve. We love being a part of this church family, but but the reason we want to connect with these people is not because we're amassing a crowd; it's because they matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they matter. We, yes. we believe, when we say we want to help you journey with Christ, we want to do that. To, we mean that. Like, we know what it's like to try to, to try to do life without Christ. We know what it's like to try to do life without brothers and sisters in Christ. We, we, we understand what it's like. It doesn't work. And so we're just passionate about helping people take their journey with yeah. the Lord and do it together. You're not alone. You're not alone. And so it, it is a scary step. And I don't want, I don't want to get into an arena that, that may cause you um, more stress, but the enemy, we believe there's an enemy. Mm-hmm. And, and he, the, Satan does not want you to, to feel welcome. He does not want you to feel loved. He does not want you to know that there's a place where you can belong and, and journey with other people who are just on the same journey as you. Mm-hmm. And, and so um, he's fighting against that. And so I just, I pray every, I pray every weekend, I pray every day of our church, but I pray specifically every weekend that, that there would be a freedom of response. And so whatever that looks like for you, um, that would be my encouragement. Respond the way that the Lord's leading you. And if you've yet to receive Christ as Lord and Savior, we still want to get to know you. Like, yeah. you know, we really want to get to know you. Yes. Like, it, it's not just for people who have already accepted Christ, and certainly not for people who have it all together because none of them exist. It, it, it's for you. And so I appreciate um, having Chris and Ryan with me. Look forward to being able to continue this conversation next week on the podcast. For now, um, check out crosswinds.church. That's our website. It's a great place to start if you haven't been there. Uh, Go to crosswinds.church. You can actually connect to the church through our website. That could be that could be a way you do that as well. But whether you're new to the church or been here for years, uh, jump on to crosswinds.church. And for now, be blessed and bless others. 